Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. You probably get this question more than I do, but every single day I get somebody asking me, you know, give me a tip, you know, how can I back a winner? And honestly, I'm the worst person to tip in the world. I'm fine when I'm betting on my own, but it seems to be as soon as I try and give someone a tip, it goes terrible. But for somebody who's, you know, whether they're a casual um, punter or, you know, trying to take it a bit more seriously, you know, is, is there a few little tips that you can give people, you know, as I like to call it, my betting IQ, just to help them sort of, you know, improve their way of, um, you know, betting and what to look for? Because we're all looking for that edge. Is there a way to do that? Yeah, look, there's, there's multiple ways to um, to analyse racing and, and particularly greyhound racing. Um, I, I use a very data-based approach. Um, but, look, this is one rule that I try and tell everyone. And if you, if you want to be a profitable punter, all that matters is that when you back something, the, the odds that you back it at exceed its true chance of actually of actually coming in or occurring. So right. that's a, it's it's a very it's a, it's hard to come to that number. Yep. But basically if, if something's a true two to one, so it's gonna win fifty percent of the time and it's paying three to one, well then that's that's when you wanna be uh, be jumping on that selection. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And is like with so many different betting options out there now, is sort of the win place um, betting option something that you still prefer or do you like to sort of dabble into the more exotic betting types out there now? Look, to be honest, the, the most profitable bet type that I have seen in, in the past 10 years is a very new one and it's same race multi-betting. I love and, that uh, one. basically just because of the way... <laughs> Yeah, because of the way that I analyse racing, uh, there just seems to be so much value in, in certain selections, especially two two rough dogs to say run top three and top four or, or top four top four. Um, yeah, it's been extremely profitable for me. Um, and yeah, the bookies have actually really started cracking down on them recently, basically because of that. Uh, like the tipping service has been doing has been doing very well on them. Yep. But yeah, overall, look for, for me long term. I've got I've sent over four thousand selections out. Um, wow! And I'm prof I'm profitable in all bet types. So win my win rates around fourteen percent profit on turnover. Place is around twenty percent, and same race multis are currently sitting at about twenty eight percent profit on turnover. Yeah. Right. So yeah, win win bets have been the least profitable, but they're still still are profitable. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's there's more value in. And I would say place betting currently in, in greyhound markets, but um, yeah, it's uh, I guess it's it's interesting. Yep. So if somebody's, you know, I, I don't know, I can't remember the guy's name that won like what was it, eight hundred thousand or something off Ladbrokes <clears throat> a few weeks ago in the in the horses and that. Like if someone's trying to do that, how? You know, is things like quaddies and those sorts of betting types where you're throwing in roughies and that sort of thing, is that the best way to try and crack a dividend like that? Look, I I would say no. I would say um, bets bets like that, and, and in that particular case, it's similar to buying a lotto ticket and, uh, and winning. <laughs> 
uh, it's actually yeah, it's it's very hard um, to to be profitable and, and to hit to hit extremely long multis like that. Um, they, I mean, they can be profitable as long as every selection in your multi um, is is overs. So it, it basically you, the odds you're getting exceed its true chance of coming in. Yeah. But yeah, it's still it's still very unlikely it'll come in um, like that. But with with quaddies, so anything pool related. So tote betting um, on the win or the place or tote betting into a pool, so say a trifecta, quaddy, quinella, um, because you don't get fixed odds and you don't know what your exact out- outcome is going to be until basically all bets are placed and the race has jumped, yep. you can't really guarantee that it's going to be a profitable bet long term. So I don't touch any of those. Um, I don't touch quaddies. Everything I touch is fixed odds. So, I mean, yep. the new same race multis are fixed odds. Before that, I never touched trifectas, never touched um, any of the tote pool, basically, stuff because it can be manipulated to disadvantage you. Um, and, yeah, there's strict rules around the corporates and, and whether they'll pay you what the true odds are or the, they basically cap it at whatever's in the pool. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's something that I stay away from. Fixed odds is definitely the safer way to go because you know exactly the return you're going to get. Yep, I think too, um, you know, uh, people say to me, oh, you know, I'd love to win this or that or, you know, get the big dividend or whatever. But it's if people want to be more successful long term, it's like you said, probably the win place and same race multis is something that's going to probably provide the returns more consistently than people trying to, you know, get that roughy, quaddy or whatever um, multi up. Exactly. Yep. That's it. In two, and uh, look, a couple. Sorry, you're yeah, right. Sorry, you go. No, you go. I was just going to say a couple, a couple little more hints for people that are trying to get into it and understand it better. Look, trying to follow the track tendencies for each greyhound is important. So, yep. if you're watching a race, you know, if you if you're there and you're actually watching it and, and you notice a uh, dog sort of pushing off and it and it just loves to be wide and loves to go around, you know, if you're on your sports bet app, click in the dog in in your black book, right you know, wide runner, you know, likes it wide. And then every time it comes back up, you wait for it to draw draw an outside box. And um, that can be something where you can get a bit of an edge because a lot of people, the majority of people aren't looking at that sort of thing. But yep. the, I guess the racing tendency of a dog is very important. And then also dogs that love the rail, you know, they just want to get over. So you, you're sort of waiting for them to draw a, a one or two. Um, yeah, that's a way you can you can get a bit of an advantage over everyone else. Yep. So do you like to look at things like first sectionals and dogs that are consistently good beginners and, you know, what sort of boxes they begin um, well from and those sorts of things? Do you like drill down into that sort of data as well? Yes. So time, so split times, um, basically their their early speed is one of the most important factors um, when it it comes to the way I analyse racing because it basically determines how the race is going to start. And, I mean, the start becomes before comes before the middle, comes before the finish. So if, if, a, if a dog's out in front early all the time, even if it's overall times, you know, aren't super competitive, it's got a big advantage um, to, to be in front in, in those early stages, especially when they're jumping into, into turns and, and whatnot. Yep. So, yeah, it's definitely something very important. Um, times are very, extremely important for greyhound racing. And, and in particular, um, being able to match a time uh, – from one track to a, to a new track and basically and know if, if a dog's running this particular time over the 450 metre at Ballarat and then it's going to Shepparton for the first time, it's another 450 metre single turn track 
what time do you expect it to run? And uh, yeah, that's that's a very important thing that I do. I, I know I, I have a very good idea of every track in Australia and New Zealand, and and, and the differences between tracks. Um, and and basically, if a dog runs on one track on one day, and it's starting at a new track it's never run at before, with a similar. You know, obviously, I'm still looking for a similar single turn or, or two. If it's ran two turn before, you know, yeah. I like it to be a two turn track too. But I'm I'm pretty good at predicting uh, how it's going to go there um, time wise. Yep. So for anybody that's sort of, you know, just, you know, maybe not an Excel guru or, you know, a very good data analyst, is there a particular yeah. um, an app or website that, you know, you would recommend them, like you were just saying about, you know, getting on there and looking for comments about dogs that run wide or like to step left, etc. Is there a good resource out there that you can recommend to people um, to sort of do their form a, a bit more in depth? Yeah, look, there's, 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 there's a few... Um, Good, good form websites out there. There's just for your standard form and information. There's a Greyhound Recorder, um, which is uh, owned by the punters.com.au. But that's look, I use that just for my short form, field form, and um, and long form when I'm looking at that. But apart from that, there's a you know there's a lot of good websites out now. Um, the dogs.com.au. Uh, I think they've they got the new website now. Yes. Um, they did have the old one. Um, I believe they do have some information in there on the, on the on the tendencies of the dog, whether they're wide or inside runners. Um, I don't personally use that because I already have all of that information in my database. Um, I know that there is a uh, another website called Shorepix. They also offer similar data, where it basically will say the box manners of the dog, whether it jumps straight, right, or left, and then in the run whether it likes to uh, go around or, or hug the rail or run in the middle yep so that's another pretty good resource and obviously for victoria fast track um i think it's fasttrack.com.au yep is a, is a pretty good source on there yep um but yeah i mean compiling watching watching the racing and, and compiling your own data and, and i mean focusing on a few tracks close to each other and, and trying to understand you know, a, a nice comparison in, in times between those two tracks can definitely give you an advantage over, yeah. over the market. So are you one of those people that can sit there and basically predict a race before it happens? I can never predict uh, a, a race before it happens, but what I can do is predict the probability of each outcome occurring. So yeah. this is another thing that I like to tell people. Um, the best bet I ever placed in my life lost so it, right. it doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't really matter whether the bet wins or loses. Yep. What's important is 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 that the odds you're getting, um, yeah, like I said, uh, exceed the true probability of the outcome occurring. So it can be very hard to conceptualise in your head that losing bets can be good bets, but yep. a lot of the time they are. Um, and if you sort of follow that pattern, that's how you that's how you stay profitable long term. Yep. Um, but. Uh, Oh, I that's not trying to thought there. No, that's right. No, I think it's a really good point what you make, though, about um, people not getting down. Because, you know, we all get down when we don't win. And sometimes people, yeah. you're right, they move away from what, you know, may have worked for them previously and they do a Hail Mary and just start, well, you know, probably I'm using my dad as an example here. He'll just start backing every outsider in the field to try and... Uh, <laughs> to try and yeah, get yeah, a winner to chase, to chase it yeah, yeah <laughs> sorry <right>. dad <laughs> but you're right <laughs> no, if you natural. yeah if you stick to if you stick to the process 
um, you know, it. Yeah, you're right. You, you, if I think people get um, they get disheartened too quickly and they sort of throw in the towel. But I think it comes back, you know, what a lot of trainers say about when they're training their dogs, patience. Well, it's probably the same thing. You've got to be patient and trust your system. Exactly, yeah. You, you want to be patient. And um, look, a good way to know, this is another thing, if, if you're placing a bet um, to... To basically, you, you know, a lot of the time, if, if you back it at six, a dog at $6 and it starts at $4, whether it wins or not, that was an intelligent wager because the market generally moves in the direction of extremely intelligent people that are forming that opinion. So it's 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 most of the time right, right? The, the, the most, like, the smart money is what's moving the market. Yep. And so... What the start price is is general, generally a very good indication of what the, the true probability of each dog winning is. Um, so that's a way you can look at it. If you're often backing things and they're shortening, well, then you're probably making profitable bets. Yep, yep. Is that is that um, where something like the Ladbrokes Big Bets ticker, I think it's called, can come in handy where you see where people are placing big bets on? Yeah, look, it, it could be. I'm not quite sure how that ticker works or it shows all of the bets. But, look, to be honest, a lot of the time with, with Ladbrokes and, and bookmakers in these corporate entities, they won't accept big bets from, from sharp players. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily trust that too much because if it's, if it's big bets, it's, it, it may be from a, a long-term losing punter because, um, yep. yeah, they're, they're very <laughs> restrictive yep. when it comes to winners. Yep. Yep, no, that's understandable. Do you have um, do you have a, a preferred um, bookmaker? Because I know there's so many out there now. Like for me, I I support Ladbrokes obviously because they put a lot of money into the dogs and obviously the tab. But you know, does does it really matter at the end of the day? Like because I know so many people go, oh, you know, you got to bet with such and such or get the better odds with such and such. It, is it really a, a massive factor in who people choose to bet with? Um, look, it's it's not a huge factor. I, my advice would be to open accounts with everyone. <laughs> and uh, the, the important thing is is that you're getting the best odds that exist on the market at the time you're betting. So if Sportsbet has it at $7 and Ladbrokes has it at, at $10 or $8, you know, you're always going to want to make the bet on, Lab, on, on the higher odds bookmaker because it's going to be more profitable for you long term. That's actually one of the most important um, things. I, I keep a record of my own tipping results. So there's 4,000 tipping tips, right? Over 4,000 yep. that have been sent out. Wow. If you were to bet at the best bookmaker odds every time, you have made 815 units. So basically 8.1 8 times your initial starting capital. Yep. Um, whereas if you backed the fifth best book, the bookmaker odds, You've made half that. Yep. About four hundred units. Yep. So it just goes to show how important it is to be um, basically backing the the uh, yeah the, the the best odds um, yep. when it comes to long term profitability. But I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I Sportsbet was the best bookmaker um, of them all for the probably for for six months up until about February. Um, Greyhound Racing, in, in my opinion, and then they uh, have gone downhill uh, massively lately. They, they're, they're actually they're offering the worst 
basically odds on win, place, and same race multis out of any bookmaker, including all the new the new white label, you know, bookmakers that are coming out one every week, pretty much. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. They they change their practices, they change the way they go, but generally, you know, having as many as you can is best. Yep. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, can you just explain quickly what um, what a unit means? Because yeah, obviously every sort of tipping service um, uses that that term now. So if if you say to someone three units, what are you referring to? So each each service has their own individual bankroll um, strategy. So I work off a hundred unit bankroll. So however much money you're willing to put towards it. As, a, as an investment or whatnot, um, you divide that into 100 units. So say, basically, if you if you only want to use $100, then $1 would be one unit. Yep. And uh, basically, you know, I'd say bet one unit on this, so you'd be betting $1 on this. So it's uh, just a way to, to basically um, keep track of, of bankroll management and never lose everything you've got in the kitty. Yep. So in, 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 in those... in. In the last four years, the biggest downswing my service has had is 25 units. So you've only really lost 25% of your total capital at any point in time, but you're up over 800% over the same period. So, wow. Yeah, Yeah, nice. Now, I want you to toot your own horn a little bit and say what is the biggest bet you've ever won? One on what's Um, the most of the money? Yeah, the. The biggest uh, wager that I've ever placed, um, or, the, or the biggest win, it was a, it was a multi. Um, so it was a it was a combination of uh, basically place bets um, and then uh, combos of all of them put together. I outlaid about two and a half thousand dollars over seven selections. Whoa. So it wasn't all multi. It wasn't all it wasn't all multi together in one straight multi. Yep. There's there's certain bet types where they do combinations of every combination of two, every combination of three, um, and uh, the total payout was around one hundred and sixty thousand. So, wow, yeah, that was a pretty good one. Oh my god! So from that amazing, um, <laughs> amazing result, we'll segue into how do people <laughs> sign up to get your tips? <laughs> Look, if anyone's interested in uh, in in, uh, in getting my tips, they can sign up through through the website. Um, www.borgbet.com um but yeah look it's a i, I, I do run a, a quite an expensive service and if you look if you're ever interested in uh you know in in potentially getting a bit of a trial or just seeing seeing how it works just reach out to me through the website and i'm um, happy to happy to help you out and give you more information yep so how long like when at what point in your, your life did you realize that you wanted to to do this because i couldn't imagine um, oh, when I was little, my dream was to be a lure driver. Um, but, you know, it's not a normal occupation for a child to say, oh, I want to be, you know, a professional tipster. When did you realise that, you know, you wanted to do this and that you were actually, you know, good at it? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, it's, a, it's, it's pretty interesting because no one in my family is involved in the racing industry. Wow. I never really had – I had no mentors in the, in the racing industry. But yep. – um, Basically, like my background is, I, I'm a civil engineer. worked worked as a mining engineer for um, a, around about eight years, and during that time, my hobby, you know, a hobby that I just formed on my own, was uh, basically doing data analysis and mathematical analysis around gambling because it just always interests me. 
And uh, over time, I found that greyhounds were the best possible avenue for me to pursue because there's so many races per week. There's 700 races a week in Australia alone. Yep. You know, it's, it's about a, it's it's close to a thousand races a week in New Zealand and Australia. Yep. So there's a lot of races, there's a lot of dogs, and there's a lot of data. Um, you know, you, you can you put that all together. And uh, personally, I believe greyhound racing in Australia is one of the most um, profitable bet bet types out of anything on the planet when it comes to profit on turnover. Like the percentages you're able to make. Um, on turnover are very high. However, the liquidity, the amount you're able to actually bet is not high when you compare it to NBA, um, you know, NFL over those big US sports or the, or the yep. football, the European league. Um, but yeah, so I was just a, basically a maths nerd and, wow. uh, and Greyhounds became the, the best thing yep. for me. Yeah, so. nice. Now, do you have any greyhounds? Have you owned any, or do you own any at the moment? Look, I, I part I part owned um, two 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 greyhounds with a, with a couple of friends, and at the moment, um, uh, Mallow Magic is one one I'm part owner in, and uh, Marla Ruby she's she's retired now. But uh, yeah, look, basically, I'm trying to learn more about the industry. You know, just as a as a person now that I've been doing all this data crunching for so long, I've I've yep. fallen in love with the sport, and I yep. basically you know I want to get more involved with ownership. Yep. I really would love to spend time at a training facility, you know, like a month, you know, just to just to learn learn as much as I can about the the training processes and you know everything that goes into making the sport as good as it is. Yep. Um, but I just haven't really had that opportunity yet. Yep. Reaching out to people like you. Um, Dimity is probably a, a good place for me to start. Yep. Well, hopefully you might get a few um, you might get a few <laughs> messages after this podcast. But is your you know, and this might be just sort of um, completely out there question, but what you do would that have any beneficial to a trainer from the training side of it? I'm not talking specifically the betting side in terms of all the data and analysis you put together. Because is what you put together obviously is unique to every other sort of form guide website that's out there. Yeah, it's it's very unique. And um, before I actually ran the tipping service, I used to sell my basically database form guides. Um, and then the reason I took them off the market was I was like, well, wait a minute, <laughs> this is sort of some, some good intellectual property that I should probably keep for myself and, and, and for running tipping services. But it's something that could definitely help trainers understand, um, you know, what, what they're doing and the way they're going a lot better. Yep. There's yep. definitely greyhounds. Like something that I've found is there's trainers out there who train extremely consistent um, chases, you know, and that's very important. That's And that's often the, uh, you know, consistency more so than, the you know, having the quickest time is where I find a lot of my value. Yep, yep. You know, dogs with consistent, very good box manners, you know, running very similar times the majority of the time um that's yeah it's a that's where it's uh you know it's very impressive yep because i just know like you know from doing you know sort of my own research on you know a few of the major horse racing stables and stuff you go through and see the their staff listing and they've got data analysis and form analysis staff that work for them and you just think 
you know, obviously it, it's a different industry with, you know, a lot more um, money to be made and, you know, um, circulated and that sort of thing. But you think, you know, just talking to you now, you think, well, wouldn't that be great if, you know, one day we're in a position where, you know, there was someone like yourself or whoever that, you know, could partnership with a trainer to offer that sort of analysis. And because, you, you know, you don't know how more successful someone could be if they had that sort of data yeah. that they never knew was out there. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. It would it would definitely be very helpful. Yep. No, that's awesome. Cool. Well, is there anything else you wanted to Oh, actually, no. I should say, you know, <laughs> without if I can ask for free, can we have a, a tip or maybe a dog to follow um that you like? Actually, would you recommend that everybody sort of get their own black book because it's something I've sort of dabbled in and out of, but I think you know, the more, you know, the more I think about it and, you know, obviously it's so important, isn't it, for people to have black books because then you know when you've saw that, I don't know how many times I've gone, oh, yeah, that was a good run and then I just never do anything about it and then I see the dog come out and win a couple of weeks later and go, well, if I'd have put it in my black book, you know, I would have <laughs> I would have won. Yeah, that's that's what it's most important for. What, what I would stress with the black book is, it's good for knowing when a, a dog's drawn where it should be, but I would still I would still say analyze, have a look at the race too. Um, you know, it's drawn where it should be, but you still want to go back and analyze that race. You know, spend a, a good 10, 15 minutes on it, looking at the other dogs. You know, looking at the times um, and making sure it's all, all sort of coming together. And also that the, the dog that you've black booked is a is a is a price worthy of a, of a wager. Um, yep. So yeah, but no, I look, I, I don't, I can't, uh, I, I, I don't have any tips uh, remaining for the rest of the night tonight. But what I am happy to do is provide you with you with tips that you can post through your your page uh, when I have them, um, just to sort of see, you know, what sort of things I tip, how I go for free for everyone who follows you. I'd, I'd be happy to do that. No, that would be awesome. Yeah, look, I'll never turn down a, a tip because yeah. <laughs> I need all the help I can get yep. in that aspect, so go for it. Yep. <laughs> You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl Podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au. 